Hello, I'm Jen, and this is The Pilot Principle, the podcast where I take my long-standing motto to never judge a series by its pilot and ultimately stab it in the front by quite literally judging a series by its pilot. In today's episode, we're taking a judgmental look at the inaugural episode of The Mandalorian. I like to do things backwards, so we're going to start with the credits, then I'll get into the episode synopsis, the opening, the main characters, before I chat about what I did and didn't like. Here's what we're working with for The Mandalorian. The pilot title, it's called Chapter One, The Mandalorian, which is quite common, I'd say, to have a series, have its pilot episode be the series name. It's 37 minutes, which I'm quite pleased with. I mean, when you start watching a series, I mean, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm about to press play on something and it's 50 minutes, 60 minutes, I'm suddenly just tired. (laughs) I'm suddenly like, do I want to commit to this right now in this exact moment in time? But less than 43 minutes, then you've got my curiosity. The Mandalorian, the pilot, was written by John Favreau, who actually also created the series. Now, he may be known to some of you as Happy in the Iron Man trilogy and Marvel franchise, but what some of you may not know is that he actually directed Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and was executive producer on Iron Man 3 and exec all four Avengers movies. So, you know, it's kind of a big deal. The Mandalorian, the pilot episode, not the series, was directed by David Filoni, who has a background in animation, which I bring up because he actually directed nine episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender, which is one of my favourite series of all time. So, okay, I'm, I'm not mad. Also looking at his bio, he seems pretty entangled in the Star Wars franchise. So I guess it sounds like he knows what he's doing. The pilot stars Pedro Pascal, who has been in a plethora of well-loved film and television, including Game of Thrones, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Narcos, The Last of Us, and he has a role in the upcoming Gladiators 2 movie, so hopefully we'll be entertained. Channel, or I should say streaming service, is Disney+, Plus, which makes sense as it's part of the Star Wars universe and Disney basically has our entire childhood in a chokehold at this point. And lastly, series length is eight so eight episodes which isn't too bad it feels like a comfortable amount to commit to you know let's get back to the pilot chapter one the mandalorian to synopsize we essentially are following a sharpshooter bounty hunter who is referred to as a mandalorian and i will henceforth be calling mandy for ease so we follow mandy across the galaxy she kicks ass and gets paid and it seems like the whole bounty hunter business isn't quite as lucrative as it has been since the fall of the quote-unquote empire so when mandy's asked to do a under the radar high-paid job He essentially doesn't hesitate and we follow him across the galaxy as he undertakes this mission or job. Now, for me, I was always taught that the first 10 minutes of a script is where you have to convince a reader to keep reading. So let's just look at the main highlights from the opening of The Mandalorian. To set the scene, we're essentially in the middle of nowhere. It looks like the kind of place you would go if you're looking to escape from the world. It's a kind of seedy bar filled with, I don't want to say aliens because I feel like they don't call them aliens. They're just beings that exist in this world. So we're in a seedy bar with the people that exist in this world. And the uh, we've got a, a rowdy group who are attacking a alien person and basically this group are all look like they're all too deserving of a beatdown and of course they get it when a mysterious armed stranger appears aka mandy 
he basically fights off these individuals and rescues the person that they were attacking. Or so we think, because then he comes in with a badass first line. I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Now, I don't sound nearly as threatening or as cool as he did, but I was like, oh, and then we cut to the title of The Mandalorian, which I think was just perfect placement. So we understand he's a bounty hunter and his aide in this stranger that was getting a beatdown wasn't altogether altruistic. And so with his bounty on board his ship, Mandy freezes them in the sort of same cryogenic liquid that was used on Han Solo in that one movie. And then that's the first 10 minutes. So we've got a bar. Mandy shows his strength. Mandy shows that he's a man of few words, but when he does speak, you better pay attention. And that actually maybe he's not the hero that we think he is. So that's essentially what I'm getting. I'm like, was he the, is he meant to be the bad guy? Is he a bad guy that I'm rooting for? It's hard to say. Looking at the Mandalorian, aka Mandy, as a character over the pilot episode, there's one thing that sticks with me. It's his helmet. Especially when his captive, Mithril, literally says to him, is it true you guys never take off your helmets? There's something about a masked protagonist that is dangerously alluring. It screams the green, red and white flags of hero, villain and vigilante. Take Batman, for example, of course, who is always teetering across all of the above. The act of being able to take off and put on a mask allows for the exploration of dual identities. But imagine if Batman was just Batman. No Bruce Wayne for him to code switch to and for us to humanise with. If Mandy never takes off the mask, then what kind of person does that make him? A person that has no choice but to hide behind the actions of his mask? Or has he become the mask? So far from the pilot episode, there isn't a clear understanding of who the central antagonist is, despite a couple of suspect individuals. So we won't delve into that sort of push and pull of good versus evil. Now, if you were to ask me what my favourite moments were from the pilot episode, I'd say, firstly... Mandy's first line obviously which in all honesty I'm now waiting for the opportunity to use in real life he's a man of few words and when he speaks you know he means what he says my second favorite moment from the pilot episode was we meet a bounty droid which is essentially a bounty hunting robot it's clinical but also somehow funny and cynical and adds a bit of levity to the episode because there was a point where I was kind of flagging and my third, but by no means least favourite part of the pilot episode was the final shot. The camera holds as Mandy is standing over his bounty and it's giving Michelangelo's The Creation of Adam. It's a shot of the scales before it makes a decision and tips. The entire weight of Mandy's feature is in that moment. Everything that has yet to be written or has been pre-written and it's so palpable you can feel it. On the flip side, I will say we haven't addressed the droid in the room. Star Wars. It's a force, pun intended, of its own, meaning there's a level of expected knowledge when you press play and enter the world of the Mandalorian. If you've never seen anything from the Star Wars franchise, then chat about pre-Empire means nothing to you. The figures in a white plastic armour mean nothing to you. So that's definitely one thing to flag. If you're not ready for that investment to sort of world build and sort of have to start from scratch, then perhaps the Mandalorian won't be for you. Now, stepping back from chapter one, The Mandalorian... One of the many, many jobs for a pilot is to be a launching pad for the series ahead. And I'm getting notes of running and chasing across the galaxy because Mandy refused to do his job, an air of internal moral conflict and a slight hint of discovering how Mandy became a Mandalorian. We did get a few glimpses of his childhood in the pilot, so I imagine that will come up again. I mean, nothing in a pilot is done by accident. Everything is pre-woven in to build up to lead to something that will happen, if not now, then by the end of the series. 
Despite what could happen, we're all about what did happen on the pilot principle. And I must admit, at one point I was like, nah, it's a bit slow, I'm a bit confused, and I'm too lazy right now to put the puzzle pieces together. But then there was that final shot, and ultimately that's what convinced me to watch the second episode. Overall, Series 1, Episode 1 of The Mandalorian, titled The Mandalorian, did its job. Character introduction, check. A number of unanswered questions, check. And a pretty eye-raising end, double check. What it lacked was an introduction to the world. As I said, the series is relying on foreknowledge of Star Wars, which not everybody has, so it's a bit of an uneven playing ground. Now that we've hashed out the fundamental principles... Will you be giving the pilot episode a watch or have you already binged all eight episodes of The Mandalorian? Let me know over on X at Pilot Principle and I'll catch you on the next episode.